Thank you guys so much for listening to the Family Worship Center podcast. This podcast is our weekly messages that happen at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday here at Family Worship Center. Don't forget to check out our website at myfwc.tv and follow us on all social media. If one of these messages touched you in some way, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us on our website or on any of our social media pages. Simply put, we exist to partner with God in changing the quality of families' lives. We hope you enjoy this message. We can minister one to another and uh, support one another. We have, uh, we have people here that operate businesses, um, everything from the restaurant business to into retail. We have people do all kinds of things, and we're going to do a better job of letting everybody know what other people do here. The Bible says to support the body of Christ first, if any means we can. And uh, that doesn't mean we just automatically, well, if somebody does something, we support them. Yes, we support them, but we believe they're going to do it with excellence and with grace. How many say amen? amen? And just honor the Lord Jesus Christ and further the kingdom of God. So we're going to be talking about that down the road today. Though, if you get your Bibles out and turn to Matthew chapter 24 with me, today we're going to be talking about matters of the heart. Uh, this week it just stirred upon my heart. Um, to, to go in and delve into this. Um, while we're doing this this morning, over the last uh, six weeks, we have been keeping somewhat consistent with writing an encouraging note to people who have been battling uh, sickness and disease, some long-term, chronic, different ones. We've sent them to different people. Uh, today we're going to write a card, and I'm sure we're going to fill this one up easily, and we'll have another one hopefully down the road for F.D. Craigmile. F.D. Craig Miles has been a part of this church since it began, and uh, he comes to second service and sits back over here on the left, and he had a, a stroke of four, year, four months ago and has re, been rehabbing ever since. He's home. Uh, he is rehabbing. He uh, is gaining the uh, movement back in his right hand and arm and fully in his leg. He's um, being rehabbed uh, almost daily. They fixed a place in the shop for him to... Uh, people come and help him with uh, therapy, and uh, we just want to, I'm just going to start this, um, um, I'll start it over here quickly, if y'all just sign it, and here's a pen, write just a little note or scripture, and as soon as you get through, shove it on over, if you don't don't know FD, just say hi, I'm praying for you, Uh, great man of God, how many knows FD Craigmile, serve God all his life, he's the real deal, Uh, I'm telling you, he has um, been such a mentor to me. And my family and uh, was involved with my mom and dad, he and Rita in the original um, beginning of the lighthouse. And from that, many, many, many churches have been started around the United States. But anyway, uh, just, just great, great people of the Lord. That's an, how many ever got an encouraging word or a letter in the right time and just set you on fire, just released you? So uh, I encourage you that to do. And Cody, was this up here for a reason or is you going to use this? Okay. Um, I also want to pass this around this morning, and it's um, uh, getting ready for our next steps. How many has been through next steps? Raise your hand. Helping understand who we are, what we are, what we're called to do, your gifting, and so forth. If you haven't been through next steps, we're going to start in a couple weeks in March. Uh, please sign your name here, put a phone n- number and email, and Cody will be glad to get you. We already got, I think, eight or nine signed up uh, email-wise, but uh, we just want everybody else to know to sign up, and it's a very vital part to help you understand who we are, what we have, what's going on, 
So you can step into your place and your position and your role. And like Brooke says, uh, about like going to Egypt, it's not just a missionary trip. It's being called to go on this trip. So this is to be called to you guys. And we're going to start that over here. If you've been through, fine. If you haven't, sign up if you want to. Please do that. Amen. Got that done. Praise God. Let's pray. Let's get into the Word. Father, we thank you today for the Word. We thank you only one word revealed to us can change our life forever. Father, we have eyes to see and ears to hear. This is your word. It is true. It will change our lives. And we open up our heart to that. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. And uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. We're just going to follow the Holy Ghost. Uh, We had some instruction first service that turned some things around. We're going to do that again also here as we close out today. But Matthew 24. What, what came up in my heart this week as I was praying and looking toward the weekend and looking toward a new series or a new start was how much opportunity is there for our hearts to be troubled in this world? How many things are going on? How many knows the coronavirus is a serious situation? How many knows it's in 80 countries? How many knows all those things? And how many knows it's, it's also getting probably overexposure in some areas and bringing a lot of fear. And the Bible says we've not been given a spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. Let's say it again. Power, love, and a sound mind. When our mind is being sounded or founded or grounded in the Word, we're going to have less opportunity to be afraid. We're always going to have an opportunity to deal with fear because fear is in the world, it's in a system. But the Bible says that we have an opportunity to be led by faith and live by love and not to be pressured by fear. Fear brings pressure. The Bible says fear brings torment. How many knows, how many's ever battled fear besides Pastor Pat in your life? Where to a point it paralyzes you, it keeps you from moving forward, it keeps you from taking calculated steps. And as Pastor Dave's always taught us, it's not a large step God's asking us to jump. We're not jumping the Jordan River. We're not jumping the Grand Canyon. It's just the next step of obedience. And the Bible says if we're willing and obedient to, if we're willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. How many wants to eat the good of the land? How many wants to have some of heaven on earth before you get to heaven? So this thing about hearts, number one killer And we're going to talk about, in this series, we're going to talk about two arenas of heart. We'll talk about the spiritual heart, the spirit of of God on the inside of you and me, the way we're created. Our spirits were made brand new when we got born again. And we're going to talk about being led by our spirit, led out of our heart, threefold being. We're spirit beings. We're made in the image of God. We possess a soul, which is our mind, our emotion, our will, and our intellect, where we make decisions. And then we live in a body, which is our house, our tent, our vehicle. So we're going to examine the spiritual heart where the Bible says the issues of life flow out of. Whatever is in abundance in your heart is eventually going to come out of you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the what speaks? Well, between the heart and the soul and whatever, however how long your my neck is, is a few inches, whatever is in here and whatever's being renewed by this, changing our minds, is going to come out of our mouth overflow when we get pressured when we get squeezed when situations come I've asked Pastor Dave to come this morning and um, and and describe what he and Melina went through in the issue with his physical and spiritual heart uh, Pastor Dave left here uh, 
almost two months ago on his way to Florida, his usual trip, and somewhere, somewhere down in Gatling Birds and Pigeon Forge, there was a detour. Pastor Dave, you want to come up and talk about what went on about in his life? He's going to talk about that, and we're going to move from there. Everybody get ready for that? Father, we received today by the Spirit of God what Pastor Dave's talking about. We know there's two entities of the heart, the spiritual heart, the heart on the inside of us created by the Spirit of God, that we are spirit with Him, and then the physical blood pump that you put on the inside of us to feed this body life through the blood. And Father God, we thank you for the blood of Jesus, your Son, who had a heart pump. But His heart pump finished out His course physically so He could fulfill spiritually what His heart was to be and do. Thank you, Father, for seeing and hearing today. Amen. Amen. Uh, my name is Dave Finley. For 99% of you in here know who we are. This is my wife, Alina. 57 years. She's been around a long time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Not only has we been married a lot, a uh, long time, she's endured a long time. Amen. Um, there's two stories, actually. And I'm going to be brief. She's going to help me because I don't remember everything that went on, to be honest with you. Um, we left, um, I don't know, yeah, the Friday after Christmas. See there? She's a big help. The Friday after Christmas, and uh, we were going to Florida. We were going to stay a couple of days in Pigeon Forge at uh, Jimmy and Chastity's place down there and then go over to uh, Biltmore, spend a little time looking at Biltmore, you know, all that business over there. Then we're going to come back and then uh, pick up and take off and finish our trip to Florida down to Okeechobee. Uh, we pulled in there on a Friday, uh, and uh, we got a late start. We had a lot of issues before we left uh, with the RV and different things. And uh, we got a late start, so we got down there right at, uh, it, it was a crazy, I've never seen so many people in my life. But driving an RV and pulling a car behind it, uh, I ran a few people up on the sidewalk just to get to where I wanted to go. But anyway, so it was a it was a nerve-wracking trip getting down there. Just about dark, we got there and started unloading the car, and she went in to fix some uh, supper. How many of y'all like Spam? You like Spam? I ate two-thirds of a can of Spam that night. Huh? Yeah, I know. It's expensive. I know. But uh, but she went in. I said, she said, "What do you want to eat?" I said, "No, you got any spam in there? I just fry me up some spam. I'd be all right." You know. So I, you know, like I said, two thirds of a can of fried spam. And <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real strong indicator that I've got a problem. <laughs> but uh, uh, after we ate. Um, we sat down for a little bit. It was around, what, 8 o'clock or so, I think, maybe 7 or 8. And uh, we sat down, and, and I couldn't get comfortable. I just tried to find a place in the RV to sit, you know, and I just I just couldn't get comfortable. And I told her we'd had a long trip. It was difficult. We got there late. I said, I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. I'm tired. And so I got fixed for bed and crawled over there in the bed, and she came on and went to bed with me, and I guess we laid there for a couple hours, slept. I woke up, and... I, I still couldn't get comfortable. There was something going on. I couldn't figure out what it was. felt like there was a hand on the inside of my chest, 
just slowly squeezing up, just slowly squeezing, okay? And I thought, well, you know, I said something to her. I said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable. You want to take it from here? He, that's what he says, but he never complained, so he didn't ever say what was wrong with him. So finally, he was started telling me this felt like pain in his chest, and he said, and that's all he told me. So I said, I think you're having a heart attack. The, the, the nurse came out in her shoes. So we, uh, I said, we need to go find the hospital. <laughs> so uh, Jimmy and Chastity had just got there. It must have been about 9:30 or 10 o'clock by that time. They had just got there. When they found out we were going to go, they decided to come down. Well, Pastor Mike from uh, Grant County, he was there. And uh, they had been out looking around, and they had just come back. So David ran over and told them. He said, I, I'm going to go to the hospital. I don't feel good. <laughs> so Jimmy said, well, we're going too. So they all jumped in the car, and we all went to find the hospital. Well, David took us to the medical center instead of the hospital. Closed, so anyway, which is not a good idea. We should have called the ambulance, but we didn't even know where we were. I mean, we didn't know the street address or nothing. We probably couldn't even told him where to find us, but we always think about getting him to the hospital. But we got him there anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we, we get to the hospital, and, and uh, we go in, and um, there's about 50, 40 or 50 people in the waiting room at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, there's a thorough crowd there. Walked up to the lady that was sitting at the desk, and I said, uh, how long is this going to take? She said, well, we don't usually put a time on it. We just kind of, you know, it's hard to say. And I said, well, uh, I've got some issues in my chest pain. I'm having chest pains. She turned around to the window and back of her and says, uh, take this fellow on back. And so I just walked straight on back. And they hooked me up. And this is about 10 or 11 o'clock. And between 10 or 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning, they ran tests and did different things. The guy gave me four nitroglycerin pills. I took one every five minutes. He came back in and said, how you feel? I said, I feel fine. I said, uh, we're on our way to Florida. You mind if I just go ahead and leave and We'll, we'll, uh, we'll get a doctor in Florida. He said, buddy, you're not going anywhere. He says, this is not a hangnail. So uh, I said, well, at that time, Jimmy was in there with me, so I was feeling pretty brave. I said, go get Walena and let the doctor tell her, and whatever she says, that's what we'll do. So they got her. doctor told her the same thing he told me. She looked at me and then looked back. The doctor said, take him. Take him. So they threw me in Ammons, took me to Knoxville. Well, two days later, I had open heart, uh, four-way bypass. That's the first story. Okay, that's the first story. Now I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee. We don't know anybody there. We have no family with us, nobody. Jimmy and Chastity were a relationship that we had that provided what we needed. There's a backstory to everything that happened. And the backstory is that God came up underneath. He came up underneath every need we had and supplied it. I had my operation on the 31st of December. The doctor wanted us to stay there. I had a week in the hospital, and he wanted us to stay two or three weeks after that, two weeks after that before he released me. We didn't have any place to stay, okay? We didn't have any place to stay. So I get out of the hospital a week later, Jimmy and Chastity said, y'all just stay in the house as long as you want. Just stay there. That's God through a relationship that came up underneath of us and supported us in that, in that time. When we were at, in Sevierville at LeConte Hospital in Sevierville, uh, 
The doctor sent us to Knoxville. Well, Knoxville has a regional heart center. I mean, they got the heart doctors, they got the heart floor, they got everything heart. That was God coming up underneath and supporting us. Amen? We stayed there for two more weeks. We said, how are we going to get home? I can't drive. She can't drive the RV. It's a motor home. She don't drive it. And so our children, you know, we had, um, tell them about how, I don't remember all what went on. Well, you tell, you tell well, all three of our children came down, and Pastor Pat and Pastor Brooke and Jimmy and Chastity were there when he had surgery, and then uh, one of them stayed with us. I think it was Jennifer, wasn't it? She stayed with us yeah. uh, for, and took me back and forth to Knoxville two times a day for until uh, we decided he was good enough to be only one time a day. And then uh, she, I think Sean, her husband, and kids came after her, and then they brought Jennifer, I mean, Suzanne and her daughter down, and she stayed with us. And then uh, the weekend before, weekend we went home, uh, we, we only had two days that nobody was with us. And then that day he had uh, broke out spell, and I had to drive him back to Knoxville, but I made it because I'd been there so many times I knew exactly where to go because <laughs> I don't like to drive someplace I have never been. But uh, then they, our son and son-in-law came down and got the RV, and took it back for us. So we just, uh, and then to get everything, we found out we could have got travels insurance for $69 a year. That would have took the RV back for us. And my son said, did you get it? And we said, yes. He said, well, good, because if you didn't hear $70, I was going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amen. So that God provided uh, support for her, okay? God provided support for her. God provided all the support for me. Uh, he took care of everything from A to Z, okay, from A to Z. We go through situations in life, you know, and they can get pretty tough if you don't have support, if you don't have, you don't have something to rely on, if something doesn't come up underneath of you. I found a scripture. Uh, I, had, I had a lot of time to, to, uh, to, to look up scripture about the heart, okay, and I found, I found a scripture in Psalms 57. Now, this is David. Okay, this is David talking, and, and he is actually running from Saul. He's in a cave. He's, he's hiding out. Okay, he's hiding out. He's getting away from his enemy. All right? Uh, he said in verse 7 of that psalm, he said, My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. Well, I thought, my, my heart's fixed. I love this. I'm, I want to take that. My heart's fixed. My heart's fixed, O God. And you know what else he says? I will praise thee. My heart is fixed, O oh God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Well, I, I mean, I stuck with that. I mean, I, I really did. I stuck with that. And then there was another scripture. He says, from the end of the earth, which to me was Knoxville, Tennessee. From the end of the earth, I will cry unto thee. From my heart, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. But we all go through situations in life, and since we've been back, I've heard more stories about people who are having problems with their heart. They'll say, well, you know, I've been having some issues with my heart. You know, or the doctor said, I, I, need, to, I need to have some, some uh, uh, you know, some tests because my heart, there's something wrong with my heart. Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it's like uh, David you know, he was, he was running from, his, from, from that which was going to do him harm. But where he ran was the answer. 
He didn't, he didn't run off to a friend and say, you know, what do you think I ought to do? He, did, he, didn't, run off, he didn't run off to, a, you know, a, 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 a situ, in, in a situation where uh, you're liable to get any kind of advice. He said, my heart is fixed, oh God. In other words, he's focused on the answer. My heart is fixed. My eyes are fixed. My, my life is fixed on you, God. He said, my heart is fixed, my heart is fixed. I will sing and praise thee. That's the answer. That's the answer. And so if that's you in your situation today, if you've got issues in your heart, you know, I heard people say, well, you know, I've got a heart murmur. You know, I've got a heart murmur. In other words, the, the valve may be leaking. You know, things of that nature. I've got issues with a stoppage or a plugged, I'm plugged up. You know, my heart's plugged up. God can fix all that stuff. And if you go to the hospital, he can come up underneath that situation and fill in the blanks. He's a blank filler in her. Amen? He's a, he's a blank filler in her. He can do that. He did it. Yes, go ahead. God also provided a Christian doctor, the surgeon and the cardiologist, both were Christians. The cardiologist came in, and he said, I'm praying for you before he went up, came in to see him. I mean, he, you know, he talked to us all the time. They were, they were always coming in and seeing us when we were out in the waiting room, and they were always coming in the room. Uh, the cardiologist didn't have to come back because he had turned him over to the surgeon, you know, until he turned back, turned back over to the cardiologist. But he came in every day to see David, and he came in to talk to us, and... Uh, I said, well, which one's the Widowmaker? He said, well, the one in the back, they call the Widowmaker, but also the one in the front. Well, it just so happened he had both of them plugged up. So we caught him this time. She ain't no widow, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Praise God. Glory. <laughs> Amen. 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 Pastor? Huh? You want to tell them where you're going? Oh, yeah. By the way, <clears throat> you know, uh, today, we're leaving here today. And we're going to get in an RV that we took before. And we're not going to Pigeon Forge. We're not going to Knoxville. We're going down 70, 65. Amen. But we're leaving going to Florida. We are going to get there. Amen. All right. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just reach your hands toward Dave and Melina. Father, we just thank you for what you start you complete. Father God, I thank you, you give us do-overs. I'm so thankful, Lord, that you give us do-overs and three-overs and four-overs. I thank you, Lord, that they're going to complete their journey, and when they get there, there's going to be favor and provision. There's going to be grace, there's a grace to go, grace to come. And I thank you for complete recharging of batteries for both of them. Just recharging in the spirit, recharging in the soul, recharging in their bodies. We give you praise for it, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know, the Bible, Jesus was real, he was real clear about saying things like, let not your heart be troubled. He's constantly helping us understand that we're going to have opportunity to be troubled, to be worried, to be anxious. Um, Matthew 24, verse, uh, verse 16. Um, is that what I said? Oh, six, I'm sorry, six, yeah. And, we, you know, there, there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. And so see that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. These things are going to come. These things are going to continue to come. 
And we're going to learn how to put the Spirit of God and the Spirit of faith first. How many say amen? And he said these things are happening. And it says for nation will rise against nation. How many knows we see that right now? And he said there's kingdom against kingdom. That's ethnic group against ethnic group. We see that right now. You know, not just the, the virus that's been around the world. There's a financial chaos. There's political unrest. There's famine. There's pestilence. He says, he says there's going to be famines. There's going to be pestilence. There's going to be earthquakes in various places. And he said they're the beginning of sorrows. So I'm going to leave it there. We'll pick it up next week. But I want to pray over all of us today and as, as we run through this series I don't want you to miss it because we're going to talk about the brokenness of a heart spiritually we're going to talk about broken emotions we're going to talk about not physical just physical heart issues we're going to talk about that but broken emotions where people's hearts have been broken through loss through abuse through neglect we're going to talk about that and how the healer of all healers can not only heal a physical heart but can heal an emotional heart how many's got? How many's ever had your heart broken emotionally, just your heart laid bare? And how many knows that just a word or two doesn't heal that? That it's time and it's trust in God and trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on understanding and all of our ways acknowledge Him and He will heal and straighten and smooth out our path. And our path is to be littered with the healing power of God so we can move from healing to healing and to walk in the divine road of health, spirit, soul, and body. So we're going to talk about those, and I just want to pray and end and give you courage and hope today that whether it's a physical situation, and let me say this, heart, heart disease is the number one killer in America, and it, it could come from a background in your family genetically. Maybe heart issues come genetically. It could come from diet and uh, culinary issues where maybe you and me haven't eaten right all of our life. But I'm telling you, doctors have proven that much of this comes from stress. Not handling the issues of life correctly. Stress, worry, being anxious, fretting. You realize how many people are fretting because the market lost three to 4,000 points last week? People that don't know that God is their source and true source and they, all they can focus on what they appeared to lose versus the strength and the power and the restorative power of God. Stress. Stress, when you get a bad report, you're either going to look at the problem and make it big or look at the promise and make it big. Stress. Listen, tension is normal. And I'll close with this. Tension is normal. You're going to have tension in life. There's going to be things that come to push against your resistance. If there's not tension in a bridge, it'll collapse. A bridge that we drive over has tension. They have give. You go to large buildings and go up to the top floor, you can actually feel a little bit of sway at times because they're built to sway. And since the earthquakes and hurricanes and typhoons of the last 30, 40 years, Japan started building their high-rise building on steel balls underneath the, the foundation where they would move somewhat. I want to encourage you, whatever is causing you stress, whatever is causing you anxiety, be fretful, be anxious for nothing, but all things through prayer and supplication. Make your request be made known to God. When these things come to stress us, we're either going to look again at the problem and make it big, or we're going to look at the problem solver and make him big. Out of the abundance of the heart, the what? The mouth speaks. So when pressure, when squeezing comes, these things are going to be 
It's going to be revealed. And How many ever said something you wish you hadn't said? Done something you hadn't done? But I'm talking about a lifestyle. Talk about the healing power of God. We're going to talk about how we can right a heart that's been damaged. We're going to talk about all of these things where sometimes healings come instantaneously and sometimes they come as the lepers went, they were healed. The whole key is God is the healer. He wants us to live a peaceful, joyful life. How many say amen? Would you pray with me? Father, I just speak healing over our physical hearts today. All those who are dealing with physical issues, whether it could be, like Pastor Dave said, it could be a valve problem, it could be a murmur, it could be blockage, it could be rhythm problems, it could be all kinds of things. We speak to that today. We speak to physical hearts of everyone here, and we declare them healed and whole. We declare the, we declare the arteries and the veins clean and cleansed. We declare that heart beating with the rhythm of life. We thank you, Lord, for capacity and healing valves. We thank you for doing all that only you can do supernaturally by the power of God. We thank you for doctors and systems set up to assist in the healing of broken physical hearts, high blood pressure, all kinds of situations. We thank you that healing, we declare that healing will be, begin today in areas and be accelerated in areas today. And as we pick it up also next week, Lord, for those of emotional hearts, broken hearts, failed relationships, loss of a loved one, broken dreams, unmet expectations. Father God, we thank you that you're the healer of the spiritual heart. Where the issues of life can flow out with joy and peace and grace, we give you thanksgiving today that healing begins on the inside of our hearts. Like David said in that cave running from his father-in-law, I know that you've got me. I know that you will not leave me. I know that what you started with me, you'll finish. Father, we thank you for that, that heartfelt prayer that it's just where we're at. It's not where we're going to stay. Healing is a part of our DNA. We will, not, we will not look at healing as optional of our spirit, of our soul, or our body. That healing has been provided by you, Lord Jesus, what you've done. Let not your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if they are, I'll go and fix a place for you. And if I go and fix a place for you, your word says you'll come and get us. You give us the promise of peace, don't be troubled. You give us the promise of a place, you're building a place for us in heaven and a place for us to walk on this earth. And you promised never to leave us and you'd come and get us when we're finished here and we fulfill our days. I declare as pastor today, every one of us will fulfill our days on this earth. Not be shortened an hour. What you've called us to live and do and complete. And I thank you for that in Jesus' name.